Hello, hello, this is Yvonne Rosella and welcome to the Restored to Rise podcast for another new episode. This is going to be a special one because uh, I decided to make a birthday message podcast. I decided to do that. So I'm going to share with you heart to heart, from my heart to your heart, some of the things that are really important to me and some of my signature messages. So I just feel that this is a time for me to, to share with you and encourage you during this time that we're going through. Before we do that, I want to pray for your peace, pray that God will continue to strengthen your heart and that although things are going a bit crazy all over the world, remember that we are peace carriers and light carriers, that although that we, we cannot fully control everything, but whatever we do, whatever interaction, whatever conversation we have, may we bring peace to the table and love to the table. And so today I want to, to share with you uh, one of the most important things that I believe that uh, God has given to my own heart and uh, from his word, the first key that I want to share with you is that God wants us to live loved and nourished. This is a concept uh, that goes right through the theme of scripture and I understand it a little bit more and more. And you know, we are learning, we are we are receiving deep revelation from God's word. And as we spend time with him in prayer and study of his word, he reveals his heart to us more and more, and and then he can put the pieces together. So I always wanted to know why it's so important that we need to get the love story right, and why are we so uh, not good at receiving and loving each other? And so I just want to unflesh and unfold that for us a little bit more. So the first message that I want to share with you today is that if you can open your heart and believe again that God deeply loves. He loves you and that you need to live nourished every day in that love because it's that nourishment, is that uh, courage, is that that sense of well-being that is going to give us the stamina and the strength and the courage to embrace our challenges that we're going through. So John 17, Jesus very deeply and tenderly speaks to his disciples before he, he leaves them. He says, I want you to live in me. And uh, I want to just quote that for you so that you can really read that very clearly. It is actually in verses 23. He said, you live fully in me. He speaks to the Father now when he prays for all of us. And now I live fully in, in them, the disciples, because he's praying for all of us. And he says, so that the world will be convinced that you have sent me, for they will see that you love each other deeply. With the same love, the same passionate love that you have loved me. And it goes on further to 26. I've revealed to them who you are and I will continue to make you even more real to them so that they may experience the same endless love that you have for me. For your love will now live in me, in them, and I will live in them. We say it again. And I will continue to make you known even more real to them so that they may experience the same endless love that you have for me. For your love will now live in them, even as I live in them. That was Jesus' deepest desire before he left. He said, I want the Father's love to be in us. So today, my dear friends, I'm speaking to you as leaders, as people who love the Lord, as people who have platforms of influence, you are standing in spaces to influence another and your heart needs to be nurtured. You need to be at peace internally. You need to be loved. Your roots, the roots have to go deep in that love because our hearts are the soil. Eh? So the major nutrient of the soil is that love, I believe. So that when truth comes, when the seed 
falls onto the soil, that fertile, rich soil that is nurtured by love, then, you know, plants can grow, then we can be fruitful. So that is really the connection that I want us to, to have. And then John 15 is connected to that. John 15 is really all about staying connected to the vine, staying connected to Jesus, being intimate in intimate relationship with him, finding spaces in our days, in your day, to really hear his voice, to love him, to receive his love into our hearts. And this is really Jesus' manifesto when he just tells us, I desire for you to be fruitful. And so my prayer for you, even as I just pray and share during the days, doing this podcast, is may you, whatever you do, be successful in your business, be successful in your ministry, be successful wherever you are, whatever sphere of influence you have, may you be fruitful because this is what Jesus' heart is for us, is that we would bear fruit and also lasting fruit and fruit that will be more, like I said, bare fruit, more fruit, and lasting fruit. I love this because it's about sustainability, it's about progress. So the heart of the Father, the heart of Jesus for you is to succeed. Your success is important to him. He doesn't want you just to have a spiritual life without fruit, without success. And what does this success look like to you? Write it down very clearly, your deepest heart's desire, because we have a Father and a God, and we're living in a kingdom of God where we need to be effective. We cannot not have fruit. And so this is really God's heart. And I believe more and more the connection between success and love, that there's a connection between the two as we are rooted, as our hearts are focused and centered around God and make him the lover of our hearts, because that is what God wants. It's all about the heart. It's all about the inside, leading from the inside out. So my heart needs to be restored. My heart is being restored by love. I live loved nourished and and strengthened by his love and out of that intimacy i can be effective in my business in my relationships my ministry and this is what god is calling us to and i just want to leave these things so you can go back to these chapters john chapter 15 john chapter 17 and so the heart of the father is really for us to be successful whether it's in your marriage whether it's in your family whether it's in your finances in, your, in whatever business endeavors you have, whatever dreams you have, I believe with all of my heart that God wants us to have success and fruitfulness in that. So he says in John 15, when we do that, we are image bearers, so we bear his image. When we do that, Jesus, our Jesus, is saying that when we are fruitful, when we are effective, when we are successful, then we bring glory to the Father. And I believe that God delights in that. So this is really something that I've been meditating upon and I want to continue to just nurture my heart in to receive that love, to live nourished, to live rooted. And then Psalm 1 again, I'm, I'm just going into the whole fruitfulness and, and the whole connectedness. Psalm 1 very clearly says that if you meditate on my word day and night, you will be successful and you will be like a tree that is planted in the design of God, you know, it talks about very clearly that we will be fruitful again as the word, as his words, as his truth, as the wisdom of God flood our hearts. We will be fruitful and we will bear fruit in season and out of season. Again, the word of the Lord is very consistent. So the consistency, um, it really speaks about so many beautiful things that I just really love. And then connected to that, then you go into the New Testament with Paul. Now this is Jesus, eh? Paul says in Ephesians chapter 3, 16 to 17, he says, May we understand this deep love that God has for us. He said, The resting place 
of your love is the source and root of your life. Ephesians 3 verses 16 to 17, you can go through that again. It talks about the resting place of God's love. And my dear friends, it's so really hard sometimes, and I want to admit that too, for us to have the capacity to receive. It's so easy for us to give and so easy for us to want to to minister and we work hard, and especially as women, we are givers. We want to bless other people. We want to invest in other people's lives. But I do want to encourage us and charge us. It is absolutely important for us to find moments of well-being. When we talk about mental health, we talk about our emotional well-being, is to be able to sit down and to be wrapped around in that deep love. To be able to say, I'm loved. I'm deeply loved by the God of the universe, the God who created us, the God who created the earth, the heavens and the earth. That very same God is interested in my heart. And that love needs to come into my heart at a very deep way because that is the root. I'm rooted in that. So when I'm rooted, you know, when my life is rooted, it means that the fruit can blossom. You know, it's all consistent with the fruitfulness. The reason why we can bear fruit is because we, the branch is connected to the vine, but the root is connected to the soil, and the soil is also that deep love that God has for us. So I'm telling you, this is something that I just really want to keep understanding and keep um, meditating upon, but also just keep receiving, receiving, receiving. God, thank you that you love us. Thank you that you love us. Thank you that I'm loved. Thank you that I'm sponsored by heaven. Thank you that you're proud of us. Thank you that you're cheering us on. And that love will transform us. And that love also in Matthew chapter 5, when it talks about the sower going out to sow seeds, and some were in fertile ground, some in rocky places. And it says, and Jesus interprets it, it says very clearly that the earth, the, the soil is your heart. So we need to come back to that heart. The heart, you know, this is really my thoughts. Like I'm more um, comfortable. This is, my, this is my message about the heart, about the heart being the garden, about us needing to uproot the things that are not good in there, any unfruitful, stony hearts that need to be, the, the, you know, the, the enemies of a heart. We need to uproot it. We need to plant truth. And, you know, I'm going to do another message, but for this one, the first message is just for us to be lavished and to receive the extravagant love of God. And this is something that I believe that we need in such a time as this, to stand firm, to let our hearts be still, to find that resting place in His love. And in the rat race, in the business of life, in all the, what we see on television, on all the news that's going on right now, all the distractions and all the real issues too of life that we're going through personally and our world around. It's so important that we stay centered, that we have these quiet moments where we can just say, God, thank you that you love me because my world needs me. The world needs your voice. The world needs a high and a strong version of who you are as a leader. The world is in need of leadership that is healthy, that is strong, that is nourished and nurtured in the love of God, that can live a life that is pleasing to Him. So out of that place of love, out of that internal peace, we can then be light givers and we can be love givers and peace carriers. So for this message, I really wanted us to really continue to live that love because why is love so important the heart is the center is the epicenter of our being eh? the heart hearts without the heart i cannot live your spiritual heart is important 
And when I speak about the other key point that I want to speak to you again, is about restored rise, restoration, and arising. God wants us to rise. Rising for me, when I speak about restored rise, the rising part is the fruitfulness, is the influential part. That God doesn't want you to stay little and small. That he wants you to be effective. He wants you to prosper. He wants you to bear fruit. He wants you to make an impact wherever he has placed you. Because that is where he wants you to shine. He doesn't want you to hide your light. He doesn't want you to, to be little and not him to be glorified through your life. Remember, the light is Jesus in us. So you are placed in strategic positions around in boardrooms at a high level. This is where you are. And so all these things are important so that you can be restored. The restoration is for you to live a, a heart that is free and open. And the restoration part for me is really whatever pain you're going through, whatever feelings you're going through, whatever things, whatever's on your heart that is hurting you, you need to be alive and present to that. Our emotional well-being is connected to our spiritual well-being. And so I believe that it's really important that we just really can embrace that. Your heart is important. Your emotions are important. The, actually, I was writing here that the keys to your heart is also the keys to God's heart. When I'm sad or when I'm angry, when I'm disappointed, and I can say that to myself and embrace that, then I can invite and say, God, what do you say in these areas of my life? Can it come and heal? Can it come and restore? Can your truth come and, and water that part of my heart that has become hardened or stony? And this is where the truth comes in. Truth about who we are, about who he is, and truth about his love for us. So I really wanted to just share a few words on number one. If I'm going to share one big birthday reminder message is, that we need to live nourished in God's love, that we need to be transformed by his love, that the love of God is the healing balm for all of our pain, for all that we're going through, and that out of that place of love, out of that place of restoration, we can rise and we can move forward and we can be restored with speed. In other words, everything that holds us back, the love that transforms us will bring you back to the place where God wants you to be. It will break down the negative life beliefs that you have about you or about your capacity or about your future. And when we live through the lens of that love and through the lens of what God has for us, then we can be free to rise and to create and be co-creators with God. Then we can be committed to our becoming. Jesus committed to your becoming. And so for now, I just want to leave that with you uh, in this verse little message that I have for you about my birthday message I believe for me personally it has been so important just from a very early age of my life you know growing up in South Africa you know having to go through all the stuff that we've gone through for those who are not familiar with our stories being being categorized as as someone was less than and then encountering the love of the Father that revealed to me that I am an image bearer, that I'm deeply loved by Him, and that no, no one can determine my identity and my value and my worth. And as I move forward in my own journey, this has become a message of transformation, of restoration, as I see how God can take whatever life, whether through the scripture in His Word or any situation in our life, the losses, the grief, the pain, you know, so many losses and pain, even my own life and the people around me, 
I've seen God restore. I've seen God rewriting our stories, rewriting our life scripts because he wants us to be reconciled with him and what he thinks of us and not what our society and what our world is dictating to us. So I want you to sit down in a quiet spot and just be loved. Be loved, be transformed. And as you receive that, whatever stresses you're going through, whatever struggles you're dealing with right now, may the Father's love, may the love of God calm your heart. May you be filled with peace. May you be filled with his, a sense of well-being. In Jesus' name, I pray that for you. And so, God, I pray for each person listening to this, every leader, every woman, every person will be, be part of this conversation. May we sit around your table. And may we eat from the feast that you've prepared for us in the midst of our enemies. We want to drink deeply from the fact that we are deeply loved by you, that we want to live nourished and empowered by your love. That's why Paul could write this from a prison, from a place of pain, because he understood that deep within him, the most important thing is that rootedness, internal certitude, uh, strength that he had, an internal vision of who he is and a revelation of that love and transformed his mind, transformed his perspective and his view of life. And so we want to follow the example of Jesus. So he prayed for us. He said, may we become uh, so deeply connected to him so that people can know that uh, the same love that the Father had for, for Jesus, he also has for us and that he's with you. God bless you and have a great week and I'll be back back soon and again if you want to receive uh, more questions from me or answers you can connect with me and you can leave reviews i'll be very delighted to connect with you